0: On this episode of the On Tap Podcast, Wheat Beers. You're listening to the On Tap Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody. You're listening to Jared and Cam. And uh, welcome to episode five. Episode five. On Tap Podcast. It seems like it's been a long time since we've drank with all of you, so we're going to cut right to the chase and start with beer number one for tonight. And what's our theme this month, Jared? This month, we are drinking uh, wheat ales, sometimes known as Hefeweizens. Oh, yes. Hefeweizens. Hefeweizens.
1: Yes. Oh. Yes.
0: So, uh, I'm going to pour beers here before we even start talking, and uh, we can try one out. Awesome. I'm thirsty already,
1: because it's a warm one. first beer here is the This Is Hefeweizen by Moon Brewing in Victoria.
0: Yes. Moon Underwater. Victoria, BC. What do you notice, Cam? Tell me what you notice before I tell you about Hefeweizens. Well,
1: this nice, thick foamy head on the top. Yes. Uh, Beautiful pale color. Yes. And a cloudy body to it as well.
0: Oh, ah, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: I've been doing my research. You've found three important traits of the Hefeweizen. Oh. <laughs> I can see things. <laughs> Let's drink.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Beautiful crisp aroma to it as well. Absolutely. Like this? Mhm. This beer just smells like summertime to me.
0: Mmm, sure. This one has a nice crisp finish. So, a, a wheat beer, or we often call them in North America, hefeweizens. Hefeweizen. Hefe means yeast. Weizen means wheat. So you have a yeast wheat. Not that that really directly translates, but the idea is that we're in the class of wheat beers now, tonight. And those beers are made with 50 percent or more wheat compared to barley, and often, if they're really true to the style, it's 70 percent or more
1: wheat All to right. barley.
0: So in Germany, Weiss beer is a white beer, usually from a pale malted wheat, although sometimes imitators will use pale malts instead. Oh, um, but if you think. Weiss beer, white beer. Here we would call it Hefeweizen, and often we call it that because we're talking about that yeast trait, where we have that cloudiness. Yep, they're unfiltered ales. So, Weiss beer, white beer, Weizen beer would be a wheat beer. Hefeweizen is a is a yeast wheat or a cloudy wheat beer. So, often in North America, we drink Hefeweizens because they are an unfiltered, and therefore you see that cloudy, turbid appearance from the yeast characteristic. In contrast, you could have a Crystalweizen, which is a filtered wheat ale, which is clear. Ah. Um, You might also be familiar with the style uh, Dunkelweizen, which is a dark wheat ale. So it's using uh, dark, darker colored wheat malts. So generally, our wheat beers are going to be, if they're a and true to the style, they're gonna be golden, blonde, pale in color, they're gonna be cloudy. Often, because they're unfiltered, they can be bottle conditioned, which means that you can take some, at the time of packaging, you take some fresh beer and you add it to the bottle or the keg along with the already fermented beer Okay, and the active yeast that are in that that finished beer, yep. will continue to convert those sugars that are in that fresh beer into alcohol and carbon dioxide. Okay, inside the sealed container, and then so when you pour it, along with the characteristics you get from the protein and the wheat, you get a very nice creamy, thick head. So it pours with often a three finger creamy white head is one of the tell traits of a half a bison
1: okay and a bottle conditioned
0: beer at that yeah yeah absolutely so the reason why i'm talking so much about this is because moon underwater with their this is half a bison their goal was to make a true to the style product and often moon makes things that are not true style they like to play around which is great absolutely but I think this is uh I wanted to start with this one tonight because I think it really is true to what we're going to be comparing the other ones to
1: very definitive of a hefeweizen yeah and it's delicious
0: as well so that doesn't hurt it's great it's great this one I I think um full-bodied you taste that yeast backbone yep it's only short on the tongue and it's got a bit of a bit of a tart edge.
1: Yeah, there's a bit of
0: like a citrus to
1: it, but it's not an overbearing kind of like when you're getting into IPAs and you get the grapefruit and very heavy citrusy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is just a very light, almost like a lemon tinge to it. But it's very sharp and smooth. Like it's not a lingering flavor it's just
0: here I am and we're done yeah I think I can taste um I think I taste a little bit of banana Mm. there's almost the sweetness as it hits the tongue and you I think you definitely get a hint of banana and then it goes to quickly goes to a quick tart finish
1: I'll agree with that there's a nice like malt backbone to it as well not like super malty but you get that wheat characteristic Sure. And I think that you get more on the back of the tongue. But overall,
0: it's just a very well-balanced, light, perfect summer beer. Yeah, definitely. And that's, I thought with this heat, I think wheat wheat ales were a good choice. Well, it is
1: the style of choice for summer for many people.
0: Mm-hmm and many breweries and there's good reason for it. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're uh if you're if you're used to your Blue Moon or your Shock Top, try Craft Brew Hefeweizen. You don't need any orange peel or lemon in there. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be adding fruit to your beer because
1: unless it's being added when you're making a sour or a saison or something like we had at Farmhouse Fest, You don't need to be adding a lime or a lemon or an orange peel to your beer
0: after it's been poured for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Moon Underwaters, this is Hefeweizen from Victoria, B.C. 5.5% alcohol by volume, 14 IBU, uh, and available in bomber bottles generally. It is a seasonal... So uh, look for it in the summertime because it won't last. And check many of your
1: craft-oriented liquor stores because Moon is fairly well distributed, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. Yeah. As long as you're in the Lower Mainland or Vancouver, Victoria, Vancouver Island region, I guess.
0: (laughs) True. True. It's tough enough to find some local beer so it's I, I understand the difficulty in finding everything when you want it but all right Cam I think it's time for uh beer number two. Oh beautiful
1: So our second beer tonight will be the four mile brewing Summer Wheat Ale. Four mile brew pub in also just outside of Victoria. Where...
0: Yeah. On the way to Suk. Suk Sooke. You used to live on the island. Sook? We'll call it Sook. Sook? I've
1: always heard it souk. Only recently have people started calling it Sook. So... I don't know.
0: <laughs> is that because they think it... sucks? <laughs> <laughs> so somebody told me... And I have no idea if this is true. If you know if this is true or not, and you have me on Twitter, at Jared on Tap, please let me know. But somebody told me that... All of the the mile pubs in Victoria represent miles on the road. And so if you were with your horse and buggy and you're traveling along this road, I guess the highway through that area back in the day, you'd go from the four-mile pub and then you get to the six-mile and eight-mile and you get to the ten-mile pub maybe and you decide, oh, here's an inn and a pub, they have their own beer, this is where we're going to tie the horses for the night and that's how all of these there's the 4 mile and the 16 mile that's oh how there's a number of them out be. there yeah. yeah there's like a whole there is a
1: chain of them makes sense to me i wouldn't i wouldn't complain i think it's kind of a cool idea it's a great idea yeah. let's, great, let's get back into that great historical piece if <laughs> if true so i i want to believe Could
0: we have like the call me Mulder, cuz i want to believe <laughs> But let's do a like a craft beer highway. We need all of our craft brewers to get in a line. Yeah, so we can. It'd have be a the, lot
1: easier to get to them all. Yeah,
0: six mile craft brewery, the eight mile craft brewery, the ten mile. You never have more than two miles to go. You know. Yeah. All right. It sounds perfect to me. So. There's my idea for the industry. <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: drink more beer. Okay, so the four mile summer wheat ale. As with all of
0: Four Mile beers, are English-style ales. It is a very nice little English pub. If you've never been there, stop in at the Four Mile pub, because it's just very quaint and has character and history. And I love their labels,
1: too. They've always got kind of these hybrid animals on their labels.
0: and just What, what would you call that animal? Before you describe it, what would you call it? Name it. Would we would we call that a m- macabra? Oh, I actually like that. That's better than my paribra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll tweet a picture of this label. It's uh, so it's it's a parrot zebra, a, a hybrid parrot zebra, head of a parrot, body of a zebra.
1: And I'm only assuming it's Hashtag I don't really know Mac- <laughs> macabra macabre, not macabre <laughs> <laughs> or macaber if you're gonna assault the English language <laughs> but
0: assault the French language
1: yeah whatever it is yeah
0: anyway, very nice very like simple labels and yet eye catching yeah. So I should note that we are drinking out of uh, Weizen glasses. Oh. Yes. These, you came prepared, Jared. These are glasses that are meant for wheat ales. They're a tall, slender glass that that widens above where you hold it and then narrows again at the top. So the first thing I note when I've
1: poured this is it's a much lighter color. And I'm not noticing
0: as much head on these
1: As with the previous No
0: No, so maybe not the same Perhaps not the same bottle conditioning Um, And not Not uh, as cloudy
1: Again, this isn't Advertised as a Hefeweizen though It's a summer summer wheat wheat ale ale. Sure So 4.5% Alcohol by volume 24 IBUs Let's take a sip Beautiful golden colour Cheers.
0: Mmm. That is quite different than than our This Is Hefeweizen.
1: Very different. Very different. I'm getting almost some caramel notes out of it. Like yeah. It's uh, much more malts forward, less kind of that yeast and light citrus flavor. It's more of a kind of. Caramel, almost toffee. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say uh, like a creamy toffee flavor. Mm. Yeah, caramel for sure. Not very quite. smooth.
1: Very smooth, not quite as crisp, but still has a very crisp bite to it.
0: Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. So I would say it's definitely uh, mellow.
1: Yeah, it's a much more mellow beer than
0: the Hufflepuffins Excuse me. Was I? I like, especially in hot weather. And so maybe this is when I drink a wheat beer. I think of a crisp, uh, more carbonated drink. Yep. And this, so this isn't that, but this still would be great on a hot day. It's just more of a um, a creamy, smooth finish instead of a crisp, carbonated finish.
1: This, I think, would lend itself more to pairing with certain types of food than a half of bison and wood. Sure. Um, I think it has a little more versatility if you're going into more, once again, because it's an English style, getting into more of those English style pub foods. I think this would pair a little better with than a half of ice and wood. Yeah. Half of right. bison, and, to me, screams like fresh seafood. Um barbecue fare, that kind of stuff. this to me seems more like your kind of pub grub English style fair. more
0: like your day old seafood
1: <laughs> deep fried seafood and mushy peas, and you know if yeah, and it lends itself very well to the English style, but it's not what you expect when you see a Golden Summer Wheat Ale. No, sure. And I think that's more to do with our conditioning of what a wheat ale is and not having as much access to that English style that mm-hmm. is on
0: offer at Four Mile. So. When I think wheat ale, I think Hefeweizen. But really, a wheat ale is is much more broad than Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen is a more particular style. Yeah, and that's why ale. we brought in yeah. these
1: different wheat,
0: wheat ales, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not all about the half. Well. <laughs> oh, are we still talking about beer or are we talking about... <laughs> about you? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the half. Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: You don't hassle the hop. <laughs> All right. So Cam,
0: we got one more beer to try tonight. And this one's going to be yet different again. Absolutely, because this is part of the Moody
1: Ales Lost Styles. Lost Styles? So this beer is part of the Moody Ales Forgotten Beers series. Oh, because tell me more. There are certain styles of beer that have been lost to the mysteries of time. We know they existed at one point, but nobody is producing them
0: anymore so So right here on the on Tap podcast, we're going to go back in time to try a Moody Ale's great Gratzer. Okay, come with us, ready. <laughs> Diddle-de-doo, diddle-de-doo. <laughs> Let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. <laughs>
1: Jared, how do we get this podcast up to 88 miles per hour? Uh,
0: I hope that most of you get these references. Some of you must. So, Jared, you did some research into
1: grassers, or... I did. Uh, I did. I believe there's a... Polish way to say it because it is a Polish style of beer.
0: We talked about German style wheat beers, Weiss beers, Hefeweizens, and and generally Weizen beer, wheat beer. Now this style existed in other places in Europe too. So if you're in Holland or Belgium, they had wheat beers that were a similar. Uh, so they had to have that wheat content, at least fifty percent, um, but uh, they call them a wit beer, so if you see a wit beer, that's generally a Belgian style or perhaps a Dutch style. Uh and they're usually more zesty, they're always spiced yep. with coriander or um they have some orange peel or something to them. Uh now we're gonna try a Gratzer or uh in Polish. A grodziski. Yeah. Grod grodziski. Yeah? Sure. Yeah, da? Is that even? No, that's know. not. No, uh,
1: that. Uh, so this is a Polish. Neither style. of us is remotely Polish. No, not so. even at all. <laughs> not even at all. Um, I'm excited to try this because this is
0: like a a smoked oak yeah beer. So, so the Polish style, they often um, smoke their malts in, or or kiln dry their malts in oak wood, which gives it a smoky flavor. So. All right, open it up. Well, let's pop the top on this baby.
1: Ooh.
0: love that sound. Doodly-doo, doodly-doo. <laughs> oh, not that sound. You mean the. <laughs> oh, look at that color. Oh, wow. Very pale. Maybe the
1: cloudiest yet. But extremely pale. Like
0: Yeah. Um well, if you compare it, even our last one was a golden color. This is a very white color.
1: It's almost like a lemonade kind of consistency yeah. as far as color goes.
0: I've much only, cloudier. I've only seen this color. Um, from like a Rattler or something before but this uh, is certainly very cloudy definitely it's unfiltered again we have that nice uh, very nice tight knit head yeah on it. yeah all right well we got a nice um, golden color I think this this appears closer to the style of the uh, the Hefeweizen we tried first
1: yeah it's, it's almost a little bit more pale, but not too much more. No. But it's got the nice head to it. Yep. yep. Same as the hef, Hefeweizen. Definitely.
0: Am I saying that right now? Hefeweizen. 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 All right. Yeah. I, I still say Hefeweizen sometimes, but I, I'm told it's Hefeweizen.
1: So with the uh, oak smoked wheat malt and Saz hops...
0: Oh, well, let's uh, dive in here. All right. So, cheers.
1: Cheers. So immediately on the nose, you're getting that smoke. Yeah. Wow. Like, it's a very nice smokiness to it. It's not
0: overbearing. It's kind of like. Uh, it's like when you're when you're at Rib Fest, and somebody's got the smoker going. That's absolutely
1: what it is. You just. Stole the words right out of my mouth there. Yeah, I think that's... Like, if you're having some good southern barbecue, then this is almost like the beer for that. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to enhance that smokiness. By the way, I was in the
0: South recently. Yeah? We don't know how to barbecue here. Oh, we have no idea. We have no idea. But, (laughs) uh... So that flavor carries right through. Like, you get that smokiness right around. There's a sweetness, and I I think there's a little bit of that banana flavor that we had in the Hefeweizen.
1: Yep, yeah, there's definitely the traits of the, like, traditional Hefeweizen in it. But you also get that hop that you don't get in the Hefeweizen. You get a bit more hop to it. Sure. And then the smokiness just kind of surrounds all of it. Yeah. And gives it this nice full body.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Uh,
1: I recently had the um, steel and oak smoked half of bison. Okay. Similar to this. Sure. But still a little bit different. Because you didn't quite get the hot penis that you get in this. Okay. And I actually very much like this. So if you've had the smoked half of icing from Steel and Oak,
0: then... Sounds like you need to go to Moody and try Great Gratzner. It's just, just really not that far of a leap. If you Cam. want a little more hop cams, Cam. creating a battle between Steel and Oak and Moody now, but
1: I love them both, so it's it's not a battle, it's, uh, it's almost,
0: a love in, yeah. It's
1: a love in, there you go.
0: Cam's like Yoko, whoa,
1: okay. You don't you up. put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs>
0: Um I don't know what else we want to say about.
1: You know how uh in one of our previous episodes, Jared, you said you wanted somebody to try beer can chicken with the Persephone dark lager? Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you do that? No, but oh. <laughs> You got my hopes
1: up. <laughs> I, I would almost try it with this. To oh. instill that smokiness. Okay. Or with the steel and oak smoke. I half think it. that's a great idea. Because, I mean, we call it barbecuing. It's grilling. It's not barbecuing.
0: Yeah, we it's grill.
1: grilling. And you don't get that smokiness to your meat that you would in a proper barbecue setting. Sure. But this might be a way to I wonder avoid use it. To avoid using that liquid smoke that some people use.
0: So my recommendation, Cam when you try it i think it's a great idea but don't put the bomber bottle in the chicken just i don't think that's going to work
1: you know that's probably a good idea
0: <laughs> so to our listeners please do not try and do it inside the bottle you need a proper vessel
1: on tap podcast <laughs> pro <pro-tap. laughs> Drink a beer, (laughs) then empty the bottle into that beer. That way, you get a beer.
0: As as long as it's a can. Yes. Like, we're still talking can. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't pour it into another bomber bottle. You know what? If you want to
1: keep it in the Moody Ales family, go get yourself a Crowler. Crowlers. Pour yourself a couple beers for while you're grilling. And then empty... The bottle into the Crowler. Then your job's done.
0: So for those of you that don't know, Moody Ales, I think is the first, or one of the first. At least the first we've seen. Uh, that offers Crowlers, which are one liter cans of beer, or 950 mils or something close to that. Um, which are just fantastic, really. I think I it's mean, a cool idea. It's interesting. It's fun. So do you Gotta you know, have big hands. Can we get... Moody Great Gratzer. I do not
1: believe you can get it in Non-crowler. the crowler. Okay, but you can buy another crowler, empty it out however you see fit. We suggest drinking
0: it, of course. Share it among friends if you must. If you must. <laughs> so now, but now we have to buy two Moody. Are you a Moody sales rep or? <laughs> <laughs> It sounds good, though. We're here they, to support I, our local craft I, I breweries. I do think they yeah. have some good beers. So, they have uh, some great beers. Yeah, try try one of their mainstays in the Crowler, and then use that for your beer can chicken. I think that's an incredible idea. Jared, for once we agree on something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, After we they, spend... In- Five episodes of podcasts agreeing
0: with each other. <laughs> they, they say yeah. a broken clock is right twice a day, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Um, I think that just about ties up everything for. All right, so that's it for episode five. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Cheers. We'll uh, talk to you next time. And happy drinking. Cheers. Yes.